So instead of a flash mob, it was a flash mac. And what is they, a flash mac? A flash mac is su- surprising people on the streets of Boston with mac- macarons. Oh. These delightful like melting That's like the right French. kind of surprise. Exactly, <laughs> right? What can go wrong? Good morning. You're listening to Hacks and Flax, the PR, marketing, and communications podcast from March Communications. I'm Manny Vega. Welcome back, everyone. And uh, we're recording this on a, a beautiful summer day here in Boston. School's out for most major universities, although our guest today was just telling me, I guess we're still having summer sessions, right? That's right. There we go. So um, some students may be in summer sessions. Some may be looking towards like summer internships. Others might be um, you know, looking towards the fall, kind of what opportunities are coming down the pipe. So in recognition of that, our guest today is Amy Chandler. Uh, she is an associate professor at Boston University focusing on public relations. That's right. Hi, Manny. Thanks so much for having me. Hi, thanks for coming in. She also runs a very interesting program that we're going to talk about today called the Boston uh, or the, P, the BU PR Lab. Um, it's the nation's oldest student-run public relations agency, right? That's right. You got it. Cool. So it's a, it's a very interesting concept that we wanted to cover today. Uh, we also have Liz Swenton-Hosman. She's uh, vice president here at March. Welcome, Liz. Hi, Manny. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming in. Uh, Liz has been actually heading up a lot of the work that we do with PR Lab and kind of managing that relationship. So I wanted to get the two of you in to kind of talk about what PR Lab is all about and then covering some of the work that March has done and some of the work that you guys have done outside of, um, of, of our particular relationship here. It's actually something I wasn't really familiar with before coming here to March, the PR Lab. Um, and, and as someone who's who's who works at an agency, um, you know, I was really curious kind of how this like next generation of students and, and professionals in this industry are being trained? You know, what are the experiences they're going through? What kind of experiences are they looking for from an agency? And that's what I'm hoping we can cover here today, Amy. That, that sounds great. So just to start things off, what what's the PR lab? What's it all about? And how do students get involved? Sure. I think it's important just to take a quick step back and talk about our goals for public relations education. We want our students coming out of BU and the College of Communication to be well-rounded and grounded in the liberal arts. So they can think, they can ask questions, they can be strategic, and they have this world view. We're gonna complement that with a theoretical perspective of communication so they understand why do people communicate the way they do? Why do they listen, or in some cases not listen, and tune us out? And then for the third and final piece, we want some practical PR experience. How do you actually do the public relations? How do you write a good pitch or form a relationship with a blogger or manage multiple social media accounts? So when we think about this combination, PR Lab plays a really important role in that practical piece. Through this student-run PR agency, we can give students the full breadth of an agency experience. Everything from they show up on day one with a resume and they have to go through an interview process, just like Mm. a candidate would. We are onboarding clients. Some are returning, some are new clients. And so students are experiencing what it's like to create a a PR plan for a real organization right from the get-go. And as they progress throughout the semester, they're doing weekly activity reports. They're filling out timesheets, just like we would in an agency. They are doing midpoint and end of semester wrap-up reports for their client. They're having to present on their work. So it really gives them that experience of what it's like to be in a PR agency. Mm-hmm. How do you recruit for it? We are recruiting through word of mouth. Mm. 
We have an active social media presence. We are also trying to introduce younger students into PR Lab through things like guest panels in introductory PR classes. We have a presence through some of the online magazines that BU and the College of Communication have. And really, quite frankly, it's word of mouth. It's students hearing from other students hey, I did PR Lab and I got one of the best experiences I've ever had. You should try it too. Mm. And uh, what about clients? How do you find your clients? Some of our clients are returning. They've been with us for, uh, Ben and Jerry's actually just celebrated six years with us and they brought free ice cream for our oh, nice. spring semester. Yeah, it was a wonderful uh, thank you present. And um, that's one of our longest clients. But we also uh, bring in new clients each semester to try to meet the needs of our students. So last semester, for example, we had two more public affairs, government type clients because that was the request of previous students. We have nonprofit clients. Most of them are inbound where a client will hear about us from somebody else or they'll see something in the press about us and they'll come to PR lab. We are, I guess, unique from maybe other agencies where we don't necessarily have to go out and pitch for a new business. Mm -hmm. We actually have a waiting list of clients. Okay, interesting. And um, what about, can we talk a little bit about the student experiences? So you mentioned you'll run things pretty much similarly to uh, an actual agency with timesheets and all that. Um, what are the different roles that you that, that students work in? Sure. So students have, uh, we have an executive board, which is comprised of two presidents. We have directors, we have supervisors, and then we have account executives. So mm. the account executives do the work and the supervisors are making sure that, that all of the client objectives are being met. And the director takes a more strategic role and says, you know what, are we delivering our best service? Are things really progressing the way they should? Are there cross-team opportunities where one team should be working with another PR lab team. And then the presidents are responsible for the operations as well, keeping the lights on. They do the billing so that we can get paid. They make sure that if there are any staffing conflicts, because we're dealing with people, right, that we can resolve those. And if any clients are unhappy that we are listening to our clients' needs and can mm -hmm. do a better job of servicing them. How does PR Lab fit into their like curriculum? Um, is it a one-semester thing, multi-semester? How does that work? So uh, BU students have to fulfill that practical requirement either through an internship or PR Lab. And PR Lab is a course, so they're earning course credit for it. Uh, some students, actually many students do both. They like to have both the internship and PR Lab. It is a one-semester commitment, and it's a semester-long commitment. But if they want to return, they can return again in one mm. of those leadership roles, gotcha. which gives them the opportunity to further develop their skills in management and project management and supervising and, and the people management piece of it. Right. I was going to ask because I imagine those in the leadership roles probably had prior experience either with PR Lab or maybe through an internship or something. Or? Yeah, that's exactly right, Manny. You know, who wants to only recruit from within, mm -hmm. right? If you're only promoting from within, you've got this close-minded opportunity. So with our supervisors and our directors, we, yes, we do want some people who have experienced PR lab, but I also want people who have interned at other agencies or other in-house positions or even somebody who's in a, a, a related industry, like somebody who's worked at an ad agency. Mm. I would love to have somebody like that to bring some fresh ideas and help with the the integration and evolution of the services that we're providing. Have you been able to involve students with multiple, like different backgrounds, let's say? So you mentioned ad agencies. Yeah, so we've got students who've got an advertising background. We have video. We have research. Research is a new mm. a new function that we brought on actually last semester. We, have a, we call her a research consultant. But she is 
helping us answer the call for clients to have better knowledge and better insights into their stakeholders and the opportunities that are out there. Cool. And Liz, as a, as VP here, you're kind of in charge of the uh, HR, recruitment, that kind of stuff. Um, we have a few folks who've come through PR Lab, right, on the staff, or we have had. We do. Um, trying to think, maybe three people. We have a lot of BU students on board, mm-hmm. um, and they're just, they really get it when they start. And I think, I you know, I would think that they owe a lot of that to PR Lab and their actual agency experience. So before we started the podcast, I learned that Amy was at another agency in Boston um, before BU at Lois Paul. So I think she, Amy gets the agency life and what it's like. So yeah, absolutely. And, you know, not only was I in the agency, I was also a client working with different agencies. And so I've sort of pulled together all of the best of the best experiences that I've had, both in the agency and the client side, to create what I hope is a dynamic and yet safe learning environment for our students and something valuable to the clients, which I know you you get, Liz. Exactly. So I know uh, we just recently had this kind of working partnership with PR Lab. How did we first get involved um, with PR Lab? Was that the first project or were there others before that? It was. So a family friend is involved with Adaptive Sports New England, which is a local nonprofit, and we helped them with one of their events back in October. Got them a really great piece of coverage in the AP, and that turned into a longer relationship with us. And then we were introduced to PR Lab because they used Adaptive last year. Was that correct? Yeah, that's right. In the fall of 2015, that was our first time working with Adaptive Sports Mm -hmm. New England. Yep. So we were introduced to a group of five students and then one supervisor, and they were just phenomenal. Mm. It was so great working with them. It was so fun. I learned things from them. They learned things from us. It was just a really great working relationship. And I know our students really appreciated the opportunity to not only have that client relationship, but then to have March there as a role model and a partner and this really cool inside look at everything that really is going on. They can compare and see how PR Lab is similar, but then they can also see additional opportunities that exist when you're with an obviously commercial agency Mm -hmm. and um, the great talent of people that they can learn from on the March side. Yeah. Uh, could you kind of walk us through a little bit what's what's Adaptive all about as a client and what was the nature of the work that PR Lab was doing for it? Sure. So Adaptive Sports New England is a nonprofit organization that wants to involve people with any physical limitations, get them involved in sports and show people you know, just because you may only have... Um, you know, one working leg doesn't mean you can't participate in skiing or sailing or biking or anything. It has such a powerful impact on people's uh, sense of, of well-being and their their joy for life when they can go out and experience the world with confidence and fully. And so we loved that about Adaptive Sports New England, and we were so excited to start working with them. What do we do, Manny? Mm-hmm. A little bit of social media, a little bit of on-site event support, a little bit of content marketing where we might be interviewing athletes, finding out more about their story and helping to turn that into content that then they can then use for other other purposes, whether it's trying to get media coverage, trying to get more donors to participate or more sponsors on board. Cool. And Liz, what was our role, um, March's role as an agency on that account? We kind of oversee the PR lab team, and we spearheaded the media relations program with them. So I would walk the students through how to find the influencers to target, write the pitch, to sending the pitch, kind of through that whole process. And we also did a lot of website stuff too, so SEO and um, just general website maintenance. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard some good feedback too from our, our team members on, on working on that account. It seemed like it was a, a rewarding experience, something a little different. It was really rewarding and really inspiring just hearing the athlete's story. So one of the big campaigns we did over the past five months was called Hometown Heroes. So like Muji is an athlete from Medford, so getting him local coverage in the Medford papers, kind of stuff like that. Mm, yeah. Um, is that a typical working relationship you'll have with agencies or is that something that you, that you don't do all that often or is that something oh, you're looking was, to do more often? Yeah, this was so unique okay. for us. It was the first time in my history with PR Lab that we have worked so closely with the PR agency team. We've had other clients where they might have an agency and we're just aware we're working in parallel but not really collaboratively. And then uh, for our Ben & Jerry's account, for example, they have an agency at the national level Mm. And we're working with a local franchise owner. So we had to be aware of what's happening we, and we had to be in communication. But we, we didn't have the same benefit as what the students got from the March relationship, that real hands-on approach. Cool. Um, Liz, as an agency, and just from March's perspective, what was the big benefit of working with PR Lab on this project? I think learning from them because their ideas were so fresh and new and you know I've been at March for 12 years and I think a lot of us here at March have been here for so long so it's like Amy said before it's really good to get some outsider perspective so they taught me a lot about running an event everything from videos to interviews so just kind of getting that outside experience from the younger crowd I've learned about Snapchat I had no idea (laughs) what Snapchat was they all made fun of me in this meeting and then I get it. I get why a client should have it. Even a tech client, I think, yeah. why not? Yeah. You know? Yeah, we're actually we're experimenting a little bit with it on an agency basis and uh, see how it goes. I mean, yeah. Well, that's what I love. And I, and I tell my I – have, I have two girls, daughters, who are 12 years old, and I tell them, you're both lucky and unlucky that <laughs> I work with college students all the time because yeah. I get to find out all about these really cool new technologies and way of interact, ways of interacting. But then the downside is I know about all these cool yeah. technologies, yeah. right? <laughs> Do you have a Snapchat? I don't, but I'm I'm getting one because I actually want to use it in one of my classes in the fall. Okay. Are you going to friend your, your daughters and like terrorize them? Oh, or? they're not allowed to have Snapchat <laughs> yet. Oh, they're not allowed to? No, okay. Okay. No, gotcha. Not yet. Fair enough. Okay. Good. <laughs> well, you can try it out first and let it, figure well, out that, if it's You know what? You got it. That's yeah. the trick, Manny. You there you go. know what they're going to do before they get into it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, maybe we can cover a little bit about like training within PR Lab. You know, sure. what are some of the principles you guys are covering um, for your students? There's a lot. So before they come to PR Lab, they have to have taken an introductory PR course and they take a slew of writing classes. But... Others may have come with experience in media relations or design or digital, and others, this might be their third class that they're taking. And so to cover and make sure that we are all working somewhat on the same page, there are a lot of key topic workshops that we have to give. So basic fundamentals in client service and client communication. What's an appropriate way to send an email and to remind a client about something and what's not appropriate? Same thing with presence when you're in the room with a client. How are you supposed to behave? And not behave, but operate and um, be professional. How do you dress for a client meeting? So things like that that we sitting around in this beautiful conference space understand. Many of these students have ne- never been exposed to that before. Right, of course. Then we do media relations, social media, we do research, we do this whole uh, module on coming up with new ideas. Some of the clients, they don't know what it is they're supposed to be doing. Many of them are small businesses and they are experts at running their business, whether it's a catering company or somebody who's running a gym. 
And they can cook wonderful food, they can get people fit, but they don't know what they're supposed to be doing. And so I try to get our students into this mindset of, okay, well, let's give them a new idea each time we meet. Maybe they can do it, maybe they can't execute against it, maybe it's too expensive, but at the very least, we're demonstrating value and offering this, there's there's new ways of thinking and new ways of trying to achieve our business objectives. Then we have workshops on just career management. And this is a whole other piece of PR Lab. Students, like you said, Liz, they are getting this great experience. I want them to be able to talk about it mm. in a way that's meaningful to a potential employer. And I want them to be able to capture that experience in a resume, in an online portfolio, in their LinkedIn profile, and to be able to talk about it in an interview setting. And so we do spend some time on career planning, career management, and they have to turn in a professional portfolio at the end of the semester mm. that not only includes their PR lab experience, but represents their best professional selves. Cool. You mentioned ideas. I definitely feel like uh, having worked in an agency environment, that's kind of one of the biggest challenges. Um, it, it's always awkward if you're sitting in one of these conference rooms with a client and they're like, I don't know what to do. And you're like, <laughs> right, neither right. do I. Yeah. So it's, it's a big challenge that you have to kind of get around. Around training, what do students want to know? What, what are the skills that they're trying to acquire? Um, is it changing at all? Is it? They want to get a job. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. like that's what they want. They want to know that they're going to come out and they're going to be in a better position to go get a job. Mm -hmm. That's the bottom line. They don't know what they don't know in many cases. They don't know, oh, I, you know, I hear that a lot. You know, if I'm giving feedback to a student, they say, oh, I didn't know that or I didn't realize that. Mm -hmm. So just getting that real world experience that is, I keep coming back to this idea, it's safe. You know, they have a professor. I have a co-teacher as well, Justin Joseph. We're we're not here to to beat people down. We're here to teach them and to make them stronger, and they appreciate that. So I don't know if I answered your question, Manny, no, but, fair, yeah. you know, that's their focus right now. No, it's a relatable experience. So, I mean, they're in college. They're worried about kind of what's the next what's step next? after that. Yeah, I mean, um, that's the, fir it's the first time in their life they're not being told what your next step is going right. to be, and it is so scary for them. I probably spend half of my office hours counseling students to say it's it's okay mm -hmm. it's gonna work out you're gonna get a job and here are some tips and right are you helping to develop some of that independence that they would need to go out and, and define what the next step is rather than being dependent on like you know college is next then what right definitely and I think that's one of the benefits of PR lab because they are having to run things I can't be in every client meeting I'm, I'm rarely there it's it's a student run agency they're the ones taking charge they're the ones you know if a student is not pulling their weight the supervisor has to have that confidence to recognize that and to address it with mm. with with the account executive and the account executives are saying gosh maybe my supervisor's not doing what they're supposed to do and there's right we don't we all know that there's mm -hmm. some not great managers out there in sure. the world mm -hmm. right and so we're giving them that that responsibility teaching them how to how to move a project forward without being handheld the whole way right. absolutely prepares them cool uh liz you know someone who heads up recruiting for for our agency are there certain skills or experiences that we're looking for for the people that we go after i mean not specifically i, I treat every every resume differently um but when i see one you know a student that graduated from bu and was part of P pr lab you know it, it obviously stands out because i know they've gotten that hands-on experience mm -hmm. you know i think you know everyone has to have a PR degree is what I've stressed to the students. I don't, I don't, the majority of people here don't, mm -hmm. and that's fine. It's just what I think was great about our relationship with PR Lab is that they were able to come into March, see what we were about, see if they like it, see if they like the agency environment, mm -hmm. because I think you can tell after being here for like a half hour, like it's pretty busy, you know, it's newsroom ish. Mm -hmm. What do you think? You know, I think so. 
it really helps set them up for success in the future. Mm-hmm. Does practical experience help? Um, Definitely. Yeah. So like internships? Internships. Um, even something relatable, so even advertising, something like that would be mm-hmm. helpful. Uh, journalism experience. What are your students saying, Amy, in terms of like what they're looking for from an agency? So Liz touched on like, you know, they come into the office here, they see what an agency environment's like. Is there a preference towards agency? Does in-house factor in? Like, what's the what's the mix? How's it changing? I think there are two different schools of thought among our students. Most of them see the agency as a great place to learn, and they see that as the next natural progression for their career after graduation. And that is, that's great. And I love that VR Lab can be a good springboard for them to it. There are other students, though, who are so focused. They know what they want to do. Mm. They know they want to go work at a state senator's office. Or they know they want to go work in-house and, and learn to become a crisis management expert. And so it's it can go both ways. And I don't want to deter somebody away from the agency if they are absolutely focused and they know what it is that they want to do. Mm. But if somebody is wavering and they're not sure, I always tell them to go to an agency first because the skills that they learn, the number of people that they have at, at their fingertips to learn from mm. is incredible. And the the just balance and juggling that you're doing to manage your clients and make each of your clients know that they are your number one priority is a skill that they can carry with them regardless of their next career step. What about in terms of like working environment? If, if there's someone listening, for example, who does hiring for an agency, mm. um, what do they need to know about what students expect from you know, their, their, their first job, their next job, whatever? That's a good question. We took some students out to visit agencies. We took them to visit some agencies around here in Boston, and we took a smaller group out in New York City, actually. And we did it for the first time this spring, the spring of uh, 15. And it, it ta- answered a lot of those questions for us, Manny, because the students themselves were able to, in a safe environment, articulate those hopes. So number one, culture. Is this look like, does this look like a place where I can see myself fitting in? Mm. Some students felt like they could learn better in a more creative environment and places where people had non-traditional workspaces. They mm. thought that was cool. Other people felt like, you know what, I like structure and I like something that feels more like a traditional mm. uh, agency. I, I I guess that's kind of like a weird thing sure, to say, yeah, yeah. but you know, some people felt more comfortable with cubicles, and some people right. felt more comfortable with open space. Totally, right? Yeah. Especially you know, first job out of out of school, it might feel uh, a little bit like easier of a transition to get into like a more traditional setting for some people, right. as opposed to like you know, diving into something completely unfamiliar. Exactly, and some liked the idea that they could work in multiple industries, and others liked the idea that they can just focus in an area mm-hmm. that they feel like they want to, to get more hands-on experience in. So culture played a big role. Not so much the, the team structure. So mm. for me, I worked in the agency where I was the expert on everything. You know, I did everything for the client. Some of the other agencies we saw, you were a specialist at media relations or you were a specialist in digital or you were a specialist in content. And that's a little bit different from my own personal experience. So it was interesting to see students, some gravitated toward that and liked that. Mm. And others were concerned that they were gonna get pigeonholed into one specific area and they wouldn't be able to switch if they if it didn't really fit right. Yeah. So you and I first met when um, you brought the students in to March uh, a few months ago. And is that something you do frequently, like these agency visits to give them some experience and taste of 
of different different experiences outside of their work within PR Lab? This was the first time we'd actually done okay, that, Manny. Cool. Yeah, so one of the things that we do that I've, that I've done since I came to PR Lab was I always bring people into PR Lab, guest speakers, right? Mm. What student doesn't love having the guest lecturer? Yeah. But I would bring in a panel of agency representatives. And what the benefit for me was the panelists reinforced everything that I was telling the students just because it, it worked better and the students appreciated that third-party credibility. But we wanted to take that experience and make it matter more. And so this semester we said, you know what? The people who are coming in to speak, let's see if we can then take students back out to those agencies so they can take what they heard and then see it for themselves Mm -hmm. and get to meet more of the people like Liz or like... um, like Todd or you know some of the right. other people that we brought in from different agencies. They loved it. The students loved it. There was such a clamor to sign it. We did the sign-ups in class that day, you know, after you heard the panel, come on up and sign up for an agency tour. We were they were they're filled up. It was great. Um, they appreciated that. And then we also for the first time uh, we used to do this trip, I guess about six years ago to New York City. Mm. But uh, my colleague Justin and I brought it back this year. And again, the first time in a long time, and it gave students such a unique perspective in both ways. You know, some said, I'm so excited, I can't wait to work here. And others said, I'm so glad I came. I don't want to work yeah. in New York. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, it was actually great to have them in the office. Um, we had a lot of fun with them. Yeah. Uh, and I think they had a chance to meet some of the adaptive team that they had worked with, right? They did. And we also emailed them a few days before because it was around Marathon Monday. So we had everyone wear their Boston Strong shirts or right, their yeah. Boston colors. We took a picture, put it on social. So it showed us that we we practice what we preach. We, mm-hmm. we do social for our clients, we do social for us. And they were so excited to be part of the agency and the culture. Like Amy said, that's huge. Walking around the office and seeing, saying, can I can I see myself here? Yeah. Sorry. But I think one thing that the any HR folks listening should keep in mind, they were quiet, right? Our students were a yeah. little quiet. And I hope, you know, I always tell the agency hosts, like they're being quiet doesn't mean that they're not interested. They're in awe. They're soaking it all in. They they don't know how to how to show their enthusiasm. They mm. want to be seen as professional. Yeah. And so sometimes a little you know, bit of intimidation, right? Yeah. A little, a lot of intimidation, I think. So in wanting to be so professional, it comes across as being so quiet, right? right? So I thought that was pretty funny. They yeah. were a little, yeah. a little shy. They yeah. were. But then they opened up at the end when we went around the room and asked, what do you, where do you see yourself? What do you want to do? And they were all like, oh, good. And then research, media relations, mm-hmm. video, social. So it was a good mix of talents and just where people see themselves. Because I, not all the students here were graduating. I think there was a mix of juniors and yes. um, some graduate students. So it was a good mix of levels, too. Yeah, it was interesting to hear kind of the, the variety of different um, goals and aspirations that they had. You know, not everyone was looking for a strict media relations type role. Mm-hmm. Some were interested in content, some were interested in digital, some were interested yeah. in research, as you said. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's very interesting to see kind of how, as the industry evolves, the different sort of routes people see themselves taking. Um, and just getting back to the culture stuff for just one second, Liz, um, you know, as an agency, Hearing a little bit about what, you know, Amy was just talking about, what people are looking for in terms of culture and working environment. Um, do we have any sort of view to that? Is, is there, is that affect kind of how we try to, like, build up our agency and, and, and define our culture? I mean, I always invite people in, even if we're not hiring for a specific position. If someone wants to come in and kind of do an informational interview, um, hi, I'm graduating in May. We, you know, we don't have any account coordinator openings, but happy to meet with you. Happy to have mm-hmm. you come in and kind of look around. I think that's probably the best way for someone to see if they can see themselves, not even just at March, but at an agency in general. Right. Completely agree. 
What's the perception, Amy, among students right now about a career in communications PR? Is it optimism, positive? Is there like a little bit of nervousness just about their own personal situation? Right. I think you hit the nail on the head. There's a lot of anxiety about, can I get a job? Can I pay back my student loans? Yeah. Right. That's a very real fear for them. Some of them are excited. They see this as an opportunity to put down roots someplace new for many of them. They want to try a new city. They want to get out there and explore. And they are grateful that there is such a huge opportunity in communications for them to actually go get jobs. Mm -hmm. But then their own personal self-doubt creeps in. And they think, oh my gosh, can I do this? Can I get this job? And I'm grateful to to be there to help them Mm -hmm. make that next leap. So I think there's a lot of optimism in the field, and they see there's so many different ways for them to apply their craft, as we've talked about, and that makes them feel good. It's like, I think in the past, when I was in college, it was like, oh, media relations, media relations, Mm -hmm. and if you weren't comfortable picking up the phone and calling reporters, yeah, you had to find a new job, you have to find a new career, and now there are so many different ways for people to approach this, this public relations thing Mm -hmm. from you know if we look at it purely as relationship building there are lots of different ways that we can build that relationship and they see that as hopeful and there's a place for me here okay so circling back we talked about a few of your clients like some of the more high profile ones Mm -hmm. ben and jerry's you mentioned and we talked about adaptive um were there any other really like impressive or unique campaigns that you'd want to share or especially if there was one where students were doing multiple things not just maybe media relations focused but kind of getting their hands in a, in a few different areas sure so there's one client we have it's a nonprofit organization called safe and sound schools and it was founded after the sandy hook tragedy and in the fall of 2015 the team did some incredible work not only on social media but also media relations and event management and they really helped this client establish credibility among education administrators and campus safety and uh, first responders. Mm. They created this event that was held at Boston University. They brought in a Virginia Tech shooter survivor. They brought in a Boston University Police Department uh, leader who's actually also one of our clients. Mm. It's a good example of some cross teamwork that happened there. And a couple of other experts. And the media coverage that resulted from this event really helped solidify the organization and strengthen it and open up a lot of doors. So I know we had a big impact on them and we feel really good about that. But back to your point, at the same time, we were also doing the event management, the media relations, the social media as part of it. Yeah, that's incredible. That seems like a really rewarding experience too, that particular campaign. Yes. Establishing something like that. Absolutely. Do students like experimenting a little bit? You mentioned it's kind of a safe environment for them to learn, right? So Mm -hmm. how often are you guys kind of thinking outside the box, doing things that you, you know, an agency might not want to dive into? Yeah, so I, one of my, one of the projects that I really loved, we had a, um, a, a client who baked macarons. They're called Miam Miam Macaroni, and they have a storefront in South Boston. Uh, a shout out over there to Nicole and Jen. And they were challenged in that they had this wonderful business, but they didn't have a storefront for a long time. And so our students were trying to drum up business, increase their visibility for things like weddings and, and showers and p- corporate private events, things like hotel um catering people that they knew that they had this resource here in Boston and the students came up with this idea to do a flash mac so instead of a flash mob it was a flash mac and what is they, a flash mac a flash mac is su- surprising people on the streets of Boston with mac- macarons oh. these delightful 
you like Melting it? That's like the right kind of surprise. Exactly, <laughs> right? What can go wrong? And so they did a social media campaign leading up to it and then would surprise people. And then they have no fear. They also would just take video video interviews of people on the street and turn it into content. So I think in the corporate world, we have this idea of it's got to be perfect, 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 perfect. Mm. And the students are more like, let's just do it. Let's make it real. It doesn't have to be perfect. It's just got to be real. And it's right. got to be authentic. And and I really admire that. And I think that more corporations should be taking the lead from the students on this front. So that's right. your point. They're just not afraid to get out there and try stuff. That's awesome. And that's probably something that's kind of appealing to us, right, as, as an agency that's looking to hire, finding people who are thinking outside the box like that, right? Exactly, exactly. And new thoughts, kind of like back to my Snapchat point is we right. did one of their events. They're like, let's use Snapchat. Let's use a filter. Mm-hmm. So they created a hashtag on Snapchat. I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah. So yeah, it was great. That's awesome. And then speaking a little bit about experimentation, I know we talked a little bit about uh, some of these different resources that BU has, uh, there's a communications research center, right? Absolutely. So this is this is super cool, uh, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and it's an opportunity for us to get some really interesting insights into the minds of our stakeholders, right? That's what we're trying to do here. We're trying to crack that, right? How do I get you to be aware of me, pay attention, think good thoughts about me, and, and try our products, we hope, right? And so the Communication Research Center is part of the College of Communication. If I had to label it, I would say it's like research lab, as mm. PR lab is, yeah. is, you know, PR lab. But the CRC is a full suite of of services. It's a physical location that we have on campus. We have the professors and the graduate students in that program who offer us research services, whether it's focus groups or an omnibus survey or intercepts, whatever it is we need to get done. They can help us figure out the best way to develop the type of research that we need, make sure we're asking the right questions to get the content that we need, and then to actually field the research, which is great. But their physical space has the traditional focus group setting Mm. with the conference table and the one-way mirror. But then they also have a living room, like a casual setting. And so if they want to get people's feedback to different types of media, whether it's social media posts or a video they're producing, they can do it in the traditional focus group sense, but then they can also put them in this living room and try to make it feel like they're at home. They use these different sensors that measures the their heart rate. You know, when are they getting excited watching the video? When, um, using galvanic skin response, when are they getting you know, a little bit of perspiration in the right. palms of their hands, right? Some of these things that we couldn't necessarily measure with our naked eye, but that really help us as communicators figure out, okay, this is the point where we're really moving people. This right. is the point where we're getting them excited or we're we're changing the feeling in the air, really. Right. And uh, so to have access to that for our clients is really pretty cool. So do your students get to work alongside the researchers in, in like managing that or how does it work exactly? So it's if we have a need, we would mm. reach out to them gotcha. and they make it work. So right now we have, I think I mentioned this before, we have a research consultant and right. she's from that graduate program. Gotcha. So she's been helping out our students five different accounts over the spring semester with their specific research needs. Um, and then if we want to do more than that, we it's there. Yeah. And the graduate students in that program love PR Lab because they get the real world experience of mm. trying to actually measure something that really does matter. Right, because it's for real clients too, it's right? You're applying clients. it for to the work you do for these clients. That's exactly right. That's incredible. That's a cool benefit for the clients too. It's a great benefit for the clients. Can we get a living room in, in the office? I, I, I want one. <laughs> <laughs> Can we actually use this living room? Can we borrow it? Or is that is not available? I assume to the Pope. No, no. Yeah. If March wanted to become a client, we could probably gotcha. figure okay. something out. We can, we can work some out, I'm sure. Yeah. 
Uh, and then you mentioned uh, when we were talking before about a social media listening center, right? That's, that's a, right. a newer program, right? It's a newer, uh, a newer project that's underway. We are developing a social media listening lab for the College of Communication that will help students understand how to pull insights out of this vast social media network. So right now, anybody can go to Twitter and do searches, yeah. right? Or Facebook and do searches. But how? what's the grand total sum, this, this whole mega influence that we're having? How do we dig into that and capture that and then use it for our planning or use it in the real time as we're actually implementing campaigns to make them stronger or to evaluate results at the end of the campaign to measure what kind of impact did we have so we're in the process right now of building out this cool room and it's going to be both a learning space and a practical space so we've got five conference tables each conference table will have a screen but then as the presenter up front as the professor i can say okay now you've been working on your on your campaigns let's pull up in the front of the room on you know five different screens each of the screens of the tables and compare okay how did you tackle this problem manny how did you tackle this problem liz and to talk about it so it's it's really cool but then we'll be working with real world work like right, our clients right. work so mm -hmm. it's not just learning but it's learning for a reason and to have an impact that's incredible that's um you know it's one of the nice benefits of being here in boston with so many universities around it's you know they're developing all these crazy capabilities and you get to kind of learn from that um you know, especially if you're uh, one of these clients for B the PR lab. So, mm -hmm. and it's great for the students too to get exposed to this stuff. Oh my gosh, it's great! I mean, they're getting to a chance to see technologies and, in many cases, interact with technologies that you, they're going to have to learn how to do in the real world. Mm -hmm. And that you, it's different than watching a demo or watching a video of it mm -hmm. somewhere, right? They're right. actually using it, and it makes them. I think more appealing to hiring manager Definitely. and seeing their work actually out there, seeing their work in a publication or on a website or, mm -hmm. you know, whatever work that they're doing. Mm -hmm. Do you work with summer session um, PR lab or is it just the spring and the fall? PR lab is just the spring and the fall. We, we look, and I'm always up for improving things. That's my, <laughs> I don't want to get stale. I want PR Lab to continue to be innovative and to continue to deliver more value. So the summertime is when we go back and look at how did things work this year? What can we do differently? How can we make it a better experience? And we actually have a, a planning meeting tonight, actually, with our executive board for the fall. Cool. Um, okay, so I guess, uh, you know, kind of widening things down a little bit, um, we have a few different audiences I think we're speaking to here, but just for, first of all, the, the agencies that are, you know, that might be listening, maybe want to tap into some PR lab resources and kind of do what we did. Um, is there a way for them to contact you? Or are you interested in that kind of thing? Absolutely. Like I said, I'm, I want to keep trying new things and make it work. And so on our website, we have, it's, uh, our website is bu.edu forward slash PR lab. It's pretty easy. And on that website, there is a uh, form if, if anybody knows of a, a good candidate who might want to become a client, they can fill that out. My email address is up there. You can shoot me a quick email and I'd love to get on the phone with you and talk to you more about what you're thinking. I really want to continue to see this program grow, not only for our students, but also for to give back to the Boston community mm -hmm. who has been so supportive of our students and so open like you have at March. Yeah, and I think, Liz, we could probably speak to like the benefits of, of having this resource in the community, right? Yeah, it's it's just great. It's like I said, it's a learning experience from both ends. And it's also great for recruitment because, you know, at the end of our working relationship with the students, if we're looking for a specific candidate, we already have been working with them for six months. and We mm -hmm. know their work ethic. We know that they're going to be a fit. So, 
Yeah, that's a great point. I actually know a lot of students who continue working with their clients. So if, if we figured out more of these agency type relationships, it, we could help funnel the best of the best even into these agencies. That's an interesting point. Um, do you keep in touch with some of these students after they've moved on from BU? Many and, of them, yeah. yes, yes. And are you able to kind of track their progress? And I do, yeah. I do. I'm the, I'm the person who pops up in their LinkedIn, you know, viewed my profile, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? <laughs> But I I love to look at where they've grown, and I also love when they write me back and say, oh my gosh, I finally get that thing you made me do, yeah. right? Yeah. And we do it, and, it, and it's so helpful, and I'm so glad I learned it in your class because I actually knew what I was doing when I had to do it for real in my right. job, and it's one of the most gratifying emails that I can get from a student. That's awesome. That's great. I loved the opportunity to get to know March Communications through this process and to hear from a credible third party like you what's working from the agency relationship. I think we, we really learned from that, and I appreciate that mm-hmm. very much. So thank you. Yeah, and I know we've learned, learned a lot as well from the relationship. So much, and I really hope that we can work with the students again in the fall, whether it's with Adaptive or even if it's another nonprofit client that we start working with. Just a really great relationship. And I think for any employer, when you're working with college students as interns, please don't just think of them as photocopying zombies Mm -hmm. or coffee runners. These are students who are so smart, so eager to learn. Let them sit in and listen to things. Give them a chance to draft something for the first time. It's not going to be perfect, but if they can watch that iterative process and see where they started and where it ended, you're going to have such a powerful impact on them personally, on their learning, and on their mm-hmm. careers. So I urge you to, to uh, look at your interns and your college student helpers as more than than just the traditional intern role. Yeah, totally. We just had an, an intern from who had been a part of the PR lab, uh, and I was very impressed with how like mature she had been kind of in that role. Um, so I, I can personally speak to how effective the program is. So, uh, it's been really great. This has been really great as well. I just want to say uh, it's been really interesting for me personally to talk to you. Uh, I'm sure it has been for our listeners as well. So thanks so much for coming in. Thank you, Manny. Yep. Uh, great to learn about the PR Lab. Thanks, Liz, for sharing your experiences. Thanks, Manny. Great. And we'll connect again soon, hopefully in a few months, maybe talk about like, you know, what's what's new at PR Lab, see kind of what, you know, some of these new things, once you've had a chance to check out the social media uh, listening center and all that. Yeah, I would love to do that. I think the, the Hacks and Flax listeners could really get more insights with maybe like a part two. I'd love to yeah, come back. Yeah, cool. We'll do part two. Sounds right. good. All right, everyone. Great conversation this week with Amy Chandler of Boston University. She, of course, runs the PR Lab, as we talked about today. Uh, just a really cool program. Uh, I just want to say thanks again to her for, for joining us. Uh, something I was really curious to learn more about. Hopefully, uh, you got a lot out of that conversation. Um, and we actually, as I mentioned, got a chance to meet a lot of her students here at March uh, a few months ago. It's a really great group. Uh, they're doing really great things. Um, and as a reminder, Amy, Amy mentioned it briefly there at the end. If you want to learn more about PR Lab and, and, and you know, reach out to them, make contact, perhaps you know, work on a project as we did, uh, they can be found online. It's bu.edu slash PR Lab. Uh, so you can, you can find the contact form there, all sorts of information about PR Lab. Quick shout out before we go to the Holmes Reports. Uh, March Communications now sponsors their podcast. It is called the Echo Chamber. They cover uh, some of the same ground, you know, communications, marketing, media, etc. They actually also syndicate episodes of Hacks and Flax to their podcast each month. So you may very well be listening to my voice right now on the Echo Chamber. And if you are, uh, thank you. 
And uh, just as a reminder, you can subscribe to both the Echo Chamber and Hacks and Flax on iTunes. If you subscribe, you get the latest episode of our shows delivered straight to your device every time we come out so you don't have to go searching for anything. But as a reminder, of course, you can also listen to Hacks and Flax on the March Communications blog. That's marchcoms.com slash blog. Uh, we can also be found on Twitter. The handle is at HacksFlax. And on Instagram, at HacksFlax there as well. All right, guys, that's it. Hope you enjoyed this week's episode. We'll be back real soon. I'm Manny Vega. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.